G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Let's assume for a moment that you're a Christian. You believe what Jesus says about not storing up treasures on this earth, but giving things away to grow your account in heaven. So, should you save money or not? Uh, Should you put aside money for your retirement or not? Interesting questions. What's God's take on saving? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and it's great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take another look at money from a different perspective. We've been talking these past few weeks about being money-wise. For me, it's kind of an interesting subject to chat about because on the one hand, my beliefs as a Christian, well, Jesus talks a lot about not worrying about money, not storing up for yourself treasures on this earth, denying yourself, being prepared to lose it all for his sake and to serve other people. You look at a a Mother Teresa type of person, and that's exactly what she did. She came from a fairly well-to-do family, left it all behind to serve the poorest of the poor who were dying in Calcutta. On the flip side of that coin is that we do live in a world where money is a reality. You need money to buy food and clothes. You need money to put a roof over your head. You need money in your retirement. Here in Australia where I live, there's an old age pension, but it's fairly meagre. And so people are expected to save for their retirement through compulsory superannuation while they're working so that they'll have enough to live off when they're older. And so our need for money is a reality. And the dilemma for me and for many others is sometimes how do I get that balance right? How do I make sure that this money thing doesn't become my master by giving a good amount of it away on the one hand and yet dealing with the realities of life, including my retirement, on the other? And the answer to that question is quite simply this. God, at least the God that I serve, the God who sent Jesus his son, is incredibly practical about money. For instance, Jesus didn't say, don't have any savings. What he said was, don't store up for yourselves treasure here on this earth where you can lose everything. Now, there's a big difference between money and treasure. Money is a utility. It's something that we use, something that serves us. Treasure is something that we elevate to a much higher status in our lives. And so when Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasures on the earth where moth and rust can consume and where thieves can break in and steal, what he was saying was don't put your trust in things that are here today and gone tomorrow. Money only becomes treasure when we elevate its importance in our lives. Make sense? So God is incredibly practical about money. And over the last few days, as we've been looking through some of the things that God says in the Old Testament book of Proverbs in the Bible, we've discovered some really down-to-earth, practical things about hard work, not being greedy, about honesty versus dishonesty when it comes to money. And today, I'd like to talk about savings. For a long time there, we, in the affluent West at least, weren't very good at saving. 
When the global economy was booming, hey, we were spending on stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff for ourselves, stuff that's here today and gone tomorrow, as though there was no tomorrow. People were living way beyond their means. Countries were living way beyond their means. Europe certainly discovered that, as did the wealthiest country in the world, America. But you can't keep spending as though there's no tomorrow. We do need to have some wisdom about how we use our money, and one of the things we need to be wise about is saving. I find this a really interesting verse in the Old Testament book of Proverbs. Have a listen to this. The good leave an inheritance to their children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Let me read it again. The good leave an inheritance to their children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. It talks about the fact that it's a good thing to leave an inheritance for our children and for their children. Of course, the best inheritance we can leave for the generations that follow are what we sow into the hearts of our children, right? The good things that we teach our children and sow into our children will ripple down through the generations as they pass those things on to their children and so on. But one of the things that is really good to do is to leave some of our wealth behind, some of what we've worked for, our financial assets, for our children to make it easier for them. To leave our children an inheritance. Can I ask you something? How much is that a part of your priorities? To leave something behind for them so that they can perhaps own their own house or or start their own business or, or build a capital base to hand down to their children, your grandchildren. See, for many, this is not the sort of stuff they'd expect to find in this book that we call the Bible. But it's sound, practical wisdom. And here's why. Because saving something and putting it aside for our children means that we're doing something for someone else with our money instead of just for ourselves. Yesterday, we talked about guarding against greed. And the best way to guard against greed is to set some of our money aside for someone else, to give to those who need, and to set up our children's futures. I know one thing for certain. If we hadn't had any children, Jackie and I, we would be so much better off financially than we are today. You know the story. Feeding them, clothing them, educating them. It's an incredibly expensive business. There are medical bills, there are school excursions, there are weddings to pay for. And when you think about it, it's fantastic that God's made it that way because it teaches us to do something more with our money than just look after ourselves. God tells us that children are an incredible blessing from God, and so they are. Are they a challenge to bring up? Yes. Do they cost a lot to bring up? Yes. Both in money and in emotional energy, it costs us an enormous amount to bring our children up. But bringing children into this world is something incredibly special because we get to sacrifice for them. Anyone who is a good parent is, by definition, a generous giver. And one of the ways that we can continue to guard against greed in our lives is to think about what we're going to leave to our children as an inheritance. It's part of the checks and balances that God puts into our lives when it comes to money. The good leave an inheritance to their children's children. 
This whole principle of saving in order to give away is something that actually pops up quite a bit in the Bible. You may recall recently that we talked about sacrificial giving when the Apostle Paul in the first century AD was out raising funds for people who were starving their way through a famine in Jerusalem. And in his fundraising letter, because that's what it was, he writes to the people in the church in Corinth, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2, on the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collecting when I come. Saving in and of itself isn't bad. It's a good thing according to God. But when our savings become our treasures, when greed takes hold of our hearts, that's when things go off the rails. But when we're saving for the right reasons, to make sure that there's enough food on the table later, to make sure that our children have an inheritance, to make sure that God's work can be done as he calls us to give. Hey, that's a good thing. That's a great thing. And that's exactly what God's word teaches us to do. My prayer is that as we've chatted about God's word today, if you've been struggling with this whole thing of of giving versus saving for the future, that it's all just a little bit clearer now than it was at the beginning. The truth is that money is a great servant, but a brutal master. Perhaps that's why so many people struggle with their attitude towards money. But let me tell you something. God wants you to find financial security in the right place. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Your Path to Financial Security, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you discover true security, like I said, in the right place. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.